What were you guys talking about? Making goulash? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we had goulash. Yeah. Well, goulash yeah, recipes? Yeah, well, I don't make it. My wife makes it, so I, uh, were I you, eat it. What were you put? Oh, you you were talking about that, then you put cheese on the top, heat it up oh, in the yeah. microwave. Oh, oh, yeah, you got to have that, of course. Yeah, gotta goulash around here. Candy makes it like she was making for a platoon. Well, it's a Hungarian food. I, 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 I learned that. It's like the real goulash is made from Hungary. And I've never had real goulash. I just had like whatever the family rest. My, well, my wife's Filipino, so my mom taught her how to cook the goulash, but um, All right. it's, it still doesn't taste like my mom. So, but you think they're, you think they've ever I been starving it. over there in Hungary? I don't know, but their name doesn't sound like it. And I, I do work I do work on one guy from Hungary's uh, motorcycle, and I think one day he's going to bring me some of that goulash, hopefully. Maybe. I wonder if they'll ever get full. I'm trying my, I'm trying to get as many dad jokes as I can in. <laughs> right, man. Well, yeah, we had a whole fight over uh, over dinner tonight, man. It was kind of wild. You know how you know how my my mother in law and my wife get. And tonight's argument was over her not saying excuse me when she gets the walking farts. <laughs> Should you be, dude, we're on a podcast, man. Should you oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, I don't it's know. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. It don't bother me, but I don't want Marguerite to be all embarrassed. <laughs> I'm pretty you, sure. If she starts to learn the language and then pretty soon no. she finds out that her son-in-law has been making fun of her walking farts. She's she's probably never gonna listen to this anyway. I don't think she would. I'm oh. not gonna tell her about it, <laughs> dude. That's no, one. More, that's it. one more fucking viewer I could have. Okay, okay. I'll <laughs> let her know. I'll let her know. No, God bless her. I mean, hey, hey. And in the end, we blamed it on the dogs. So don't you know? Nobody got. <laughs> I mean, there was some blame being pointed around. You know, it was heard. And right. she and she did her normal thing of walked away like nothing ever fucking. Well, you know she's deaf, so she's probably thinking she's like one of those silent but deadly ones. You know what I mean? Like, well, or silent but whatever. You know, dude. But, at one point, I'm betting that you don't know. I I'm thinking that's <laughs> what's happened too, and I I can't wait till that happens because that's when you go to the grocery <laughs> store and just walk it out. You know, just walk it out. I I mean I yeah I mean yeah. Yeah, I think there's a point when old people just don't know. And then they just deal with it however they deal. What's this? Candy's writing me some questions. She wants me to keep it on. Oh, you know what I could do? I could say, hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, (laughs) Straight to the Point, completely off topic. I still can't get the title right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to I Can't Get the Title Right. Today, we didn't (laughs) go over technical uh, difficulties. So I feel like we're progressing. We're making a uh, great stride. I, and I should um, welcome everybody and introduce my good friend, Brandon Mahalan. Say hi, Brandon. How's it going, everybody? This is pretty cool, huh? Now it's time for you guys to respond. Do this like Mickey Mouse Club. Say your name back. And OK, I'm kidding. Um, that's as, that's <laughs> as formal as I can make this thing. Uh, I'm Yeah. I'm scared even to have like, like the introduction kind of makes it seem like it's it's too much work already. Maybe that's why I'm having a hard time saying it, you know, it's completely 
Completely of, off of topic, show? straight to the point. Straight to the point. Oh, yeah. Completely I, off topic. I, I'm liking it, man. And it is uh, off topic, but on topic at the same time. I've been listening. And you guys are hitting some uh, main points, you know. Well, here's a question. Yeah. Are, are you going to listen to this one? Yeah, of course. Of course. I, <laughs> I, I like anything that ties up my day, but everybody looks at me crazy because I start laughing. And they think I'm just like crazy over there just laughing to myself. Well, they you know, know that you're listening to podcasts too, don't they? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell them I'm listening to it. So I would figure it's well, going to they... be a more common thing nowadays. I I don't know. I We got one guy in the shop. You know, we work in the shop with four guys and uh, one guy. What do you shop, what do you do, Brandon? Tell the kids. I uh, I'm a Harley Davidson mechanic. I work on Harley Davidson motorcycles. Ground up the tune-ups. We build them. We we're probably the biggest aftermarket shop in Southwest uh, Florida. You know, you know, if you can get up and do what you love every day, then every day is pretty much a good day. And you get to ride what two hundred and eighty days out of the year, something like that, oh. a little more. <laughs> uh, probably more than that. I I think you could ride all three hundred and sixty-five days if you wanted to. You might get a little wet. Or you right. might freeze your balls off like this week. I had to use ice scraper. Thank God I still have one. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you, man. 34 degrees. Oh. Got down to. Yeah, I got a picture of it. Now, got- speaking of climate change, I don't know if we were, but let's just act like we were. Speaking okay. of climate change, what are you going to do when Florida disappears underneath the ocean? Well, you've been up to the lake house. Okay, right on. You're coming back to Michigan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we, so I'll explain. I've known Brandon since, well, as soon as I moved out of Beecher, right after my dad died, right. I moved into Kersley. And yeah, I moved, met he moved into the country. Jeremy Phelps. Jeremy Phelps talked to me right away, and he said, hey, you got anything with gas in it? And I was like, huh? And oh, my like, God. You know. And what I had found out then was that Jeremy liked to sniff gas and he got, he got me hooked on it, but you guys had just only like a week prior. I think you guys had gone to the hospital for huffing gas or something. No, no. What happened was is, uh, my dad caught us and that's the last thing that I ever got. That's the last time my dad whooped my ass, like gave me a good whoop on my ass. <laughs> I think I, I was about 12 years old. I think, I don't know how old we were, but, uh, maybe 11 or 12, 11 or 12. Dude. I think it was 11. Yeah. I think well, you were because you know, you're a year older than me. Exactly Born on the exact same, same day. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we say it yeah, at exactly yeah. the same time. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, what? No, it's fucking. I don't know. Candy <laughs> will tell me if it's a problem. Oh, okay. She, she, she runs the technical right now. Uh, yeah, God it's like, uh, well, God bless her. Yeah. Oh, forgot where I was there, man. I don't think we were anywhere. Honestly, we were just oh, okay. <laughs> talking about and, and, and we don't have a whole honest. I, I don't have a whole lot to say, but we started talking yesterday because you were listening to the podcasts and right, we probably right, had right, some right. of the deeper conversation that we ever had. And then we were like, we should probably just have this <laughs> on a podcast. But right. I, I, I don't know. I'd rather almost talk about stuff come up too. I guess really what we were talking about, you just lost your dog and you yeah, yeah ever since i've known you you've had a dog at least one and yeah. you've gone the, you know you've got a you've got how many dogs have you owned that have passed now since since you've known me well daisy the first daisy and then uh 
Molly, so two, three, and Probert, and then and then Mila here. Yeah, so like four of them, four of them since you know me. Just keeps getting easier. No, man, this one was a hard one. This one was the toughest one, man. I, I'm, it's uh, it's still hard. I'm still doing. I'm still dealing with it. It's a picture on the wall now, you know. But this right. whole this whole two years has been like that, you know. It's been a freaking COVID hold this shit, you know. You know, my the day that Mila died was a funeral of my godfather, uh, Bill Pruitt, that died up in Michigan. You know, same day he died of COVID, you know, or COVID got, I don't know, he died when he died. I don't know if he had COVID, but oh, okay. know, so it put him in the hospital. And he did, you know. right. Well, so he had some kind God of God bless his soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I mean that must it, be I who think, Cam was talking about. I just seen Cam yesterday at the, at the paper store. And uh, he was it, talking it, about he had an uncle that passed or something. And my pops and my pops, you know, the last time they had talked was an argument because my dad, you know, he we're, we're union boys from Flint, Michigan. And my Uncle Bill is too. He graduated from Curzon High School, but he's more, you know, he's more liberal, you know, and my dad, you know, and him got in an argument over Trump. And <laughs> the last time they had spoke. So my dad's kind of taking it real hard, too, you know, so. Yeah, our family's been uh, a little bit of, a little bit of stuff, you know. But, that yeah, sucks you know, when when the people that you you know you didn't the last thing you said to somebody that's that's I don't know. It's, yeah, it, I, you can't really control it, I guess. Sometimes, yeah. but man, it, you it, like it, to think you could always be mindful that the last thing you say to somebody could be the last thing you say to somebody. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And why argue over fucking stupid shit you have no control over? People are fucking idiots. I'm sorry. Can I say that? And it's my, <laughs> and saying, it's my fucking opinion anyway. Yeah, it's my no, opinion. you say anything. Yeah, it's my well, opinion. I, only thing I'm ever idiots. really scared about is if you say something that you like about <laughs> your mother-in-law that you that you didn't want her to hear, and then like I don't oh, control oh. it. Like oh, I'm not God, trying no. to edit this shit down. I'm just trying to record, no, uh, put it out there, have a little content, see if people like it. We're all the Fark family here. You know, you know us. You've lived around me long enough. We've been friends since, you know, like you said, since uh, I sniffed gas back way back then. That was the last time I did that, by the way. My dad gave me a good ass whooping. I mean, not Funny. like he didn't beat beat the child mm -hmm. or nothing, but it was enough, you know, hey, <laughs> I didn't want to get that ass whooped again. And plus. Sniffing gas was just retarded to begin with. I, Jeremy felt that we, <laughs> if we ever got in trouble growing up, like, like I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, which ones do, do you think your fans want to hear? I mean, I'll tell them some stories. We might get some <laughs> animal activists pissed off at us or some shit because, you know, we might we might have shot each other with BB guns and not, not airsoft guns, you know, when we were kids growing up. They didn't have the airsoft. If we had airsoft, we would have shot the sheep with them. But we didn't. <laughs> We did. We did shoot that sheep in the balls, didn't we? That poor yeah. fucking sheep. How many times yeah. were we pumping that up? I think we were once, trying to just pump it once, up once. Okay, once, once, right once. On. Yeah, I mean, we we know we know what balls are right. Like okay, so balls, I you know, I grew up in Beecher, and there was no. It was kind of hood, but we always had. Uh, we always used to went to my aunt Edith and my great grandma and her, her house, and it was kind of country, and. It was really more suburb. The suburb country was growing it. around it. And but but it used to be country and the suburbs. So Brandon lived down the road 
in a cul-de-sac. It's, it wasn't really a cul-de-sac. It's a dirt road, really, wasn't it? On Kathy, right? Uh, dead end on, Cheryl, on Kathy, Cheryl, right by the golf Cheryl, golf course. Cheryl Drive. Cheryl Drive. Cheryl. So yep. we live uh, just down the road from them, and right next door was uh, the the Bushners. And they had a sheep, a couple of sheep, and one of them, this male sheep, his nuts like were dragging <laughs> on the fucking ground. I don't know what his problem was. You think they he got had some big balls, bro? No, they no, must. I think I, I just they think were they huge. Big balls. Yeah, they got big right balls. On. I think you don't think he had elephantitis or something crazy? No, I think just some some animal got God gave him big balls. That's I crazy. Know. I don't know. They're huge. And so I, us, I have us met being one, dicks. One, 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 we used to shoot them with BB guns in the ball. If you could hit them in the balls, <laughs> you know, that and was then, what and you were aiming one, for. And mm-hmm. then the one time, the one time when our buddy was smart enough to jump over the fence and go play with them. And then oh, we, no. we realized, yeah, we realized that sheep are like rams too. <laughs> oh man. That and she had, full, she had a full coat on. Remember that? Ma- I oh. bet that made a difference. Cause oh, so, God. so that was a different day completely though. But, there was a, there was a, 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 what do they call them? A U? Is that what you call a baby sheep? A U? Sure what I, I think so. I, I, I don't know. I'm not so there was a mama sheep and there was a baby sheep. This is, I'll just right. explain it the way I explained it to my granddaughter. There's a mama sheep and a baby sheep. I shouldn't explain this to my granddaughter, but it's kind of a funny story. But um, for some reason, Scott was jumping the fence and he was going to kick that baby sheep. I don't know what his. <laughs> I was actually pissed. I wasn't happy about it. We, he was like, no, leave no, the baby alone, you fucking dick. But thankfully, the mother was had all her motherly instincts oh, she, and she had to she have at least up, 40 pounds of, of, of wool. Don't you think? Oh, she had like. Oh, she was man. heavy. She, she took, oh, know, just she like a, you see on the great, great outdoors or something. <laughs> She put her head down and kind oh, of took yeah. three pounces. Oh, yeah. One, oh, yeah. two, he didn't three. See it. Oh, Boom. It, it, he did Fuck it, did. Backflip. Yep. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, he got up and she was ready to do it again. He couldn't get, get out of there quick enough. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think it was all He wasn't swinging out that baby again. Yeah. No, yeah, fuck, I think no he she wasn't. tried he to get the him fuck out of there. Yeah, she yeah. did, man. She's digging the ground and everything, man. I didn't know they could get that fast. Favorite, my favorite story as a kid growing up, and I'll tell you this one because it involves you and your brother. Well, you know, we met every Saturday morning, I think it was, to watch wrestling or whatever the fuck you guys got on your TV over there. I don't, I can't remember. I think it was yeah. wrestling. We always watched wrestling over there every Saturday morning, I think it was. So Tim Ackley and me headed over there. And we get there, and you, and Edith lets us in. And you and your brother are in the middle of a fist fight in the middle of the freaking living room floor. And I think you've been going at it for a while because you look like you've gotten your ass kicked about two or three times by then, you know, because how yeah. you fight, you know, you don't give yeah. up. But, yeah. <laughs> but I don't win. So anyway, <laughs> I don't win, but I don't give up. See, your poor dog, your poor dog, your poor dog is is spinning in circles and doesn't know what the fuck to do because he loves both of you guys. So he can't. You know, he's hissing and biting and snapping at the wind. And he he can't stop nothing. He starts well, turning in circles. Finally figured out sure. how to how to stop you guys from fighting. And that was this drop of shit right on the floor next to you guys while you guys are fist fighting. And then next thing you know, you stop, you know, so you don't roll in the shit. And then uh five minutes later, 
you guys are huffing and puffing, just getting over the fight. So there's, you know, they, you guys stop finally. And Edith comes out and she's like, Nathan, did you see the note on the table? Yeah. What'd the note yeah, say? Yeah, I saw, I saw the note on the table. What'd the note say? Nathan, the note on the table says, take Zed outside. And Nathan's like, I, Zed don't need to go outside. And Edith is like, well, need to go outside. She must have been smelling the shit or something. And then, <laughs> the next thing you know, next thing you know, she's like, take Zed outside. And he's like, did you see the, she says, you see the note on the table? He says, yeah, you see the shit on the floor? <laughs> it's the best fucking thing in the world. I'll, I'll, I'll always remember that story. It made my day. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not my favorite for sure. But then again, <laughs> it, it, it had, it both reminded me of my angry dog and, and, uh, and getting my ass beat so <laughs> oh no i mean you had to win at least once or twice you um, had to at least sneak no. up uh, you know behind you had to at least sneak up behind him and fucking just take it out on him like get a couple uh, licks in real quick uh, you know I, I think i got his <laughs> eardrums pretty good one day I but that's the way it was i would i would i would like antagonize him or get him back for some some pain that he inflicted some long time ago and he would just be sitting there chilling and i'd be like this is the perfect time fuck this motherfucker (laughs) cut my ears and smack him on his head or something and then i'd get my ass beat again and i'd do it again yeah well you know what 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 kills you makes you stronger what beats you up makes you stronger i i had you know i had to fight all the lurie boys like all the time because my sisters had kids with two lurie boys and then they had younger brothers my age and you get done playing with your cars and you're like, you're bored and you're like, oh, okay, let's beat shit out of each other now. You have to always say to fight two on one, you know? So, but you don't fuck with me in a bar now, motherfucker. I'll take two of you on. Or on a hockey I- rink, eh? Yeah, but you know what? I think I'm in my midlife crisis now because my son won't even let me play hockey with him anymore. Fucker. Why? What are you, too angry? What? Why won't your, your boy won't yeah. play with you? No, he says I'm too slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucker I'm, I'm, you know I'm, I'm trying to get down to 200 I'm thinking about doing some uh, testosterone replacement therapy and then going going out there and playing on the opposite color I would take a damn head off show, show you a little shit but no <laughs> right right but yeah <laughs> what's the point I know at, it's, it's a midlife, your it's age. A midlife crisis I, my anymore, favorite story from would probably be some of with you has got to be Rob Fischel and you getting in a fight. I still go to that. Like I walk my dog down there when we go to my mom's house in the summertime, we'll go walk down that little trail and there's that area. It's even more dug out now or, you know, hollowed out by the, the, the waves that come through there. It's a nice little beach area. So I'm out there playing with my dog and I'm all I can think of is that, is that, uh, <laughs> That time that Rob Fischel thought he could throw rocks at you. <laughs> and then we had to stop you from, from like, you. that would have been a different direction for your whole life. Can you imagine well, you can what it been the, like? You can tell the whole story, man, because that was, like, the first time any of us, I think, ever did, like, LSD of any sort. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, like, so many years ago now that, like, the, the your uh, statute of limitations has passed. So, And I didn't kill See, him, but. There's parts but of it that I get- can't remember because first, when I took the the little micro dots that we got, yeah, Nathan gave one. them to everybody, 
Um, Rob gave him to him because I guess somebody was watching him at school. He was scared of. So he said, yeah, and you can have one, Nate. So we ended up taking them all. But Nathan <laughs> gave everybody one, and I went to go cut uh, cut some hair. I had to use the bathroom. So, I, you know, because I hadn't pooped. You know, I don't poop in school, you know, so you hold it all day. Even though lunch, lunch, sometimes you, you, you got it. You got like a, a hard plug that comes out first and then a bunch of relief after. So, I, I can't. I live so close reach. to school. I just leave. I leave. I go home. I live right by the school. So <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that's actually probably one of the smarter smarter ways certainly right. the, well they had crazy remember we didn't have doors in the stalls remember the bathrooms I got, a, I, I got in a fight in the bathroom in high school too but go ahead and talk about this other fight this was, I want to hear that story that's funny that's a good oh. one <laughs> yeah Rob <laughs> well anyway so Rob gave Nathan some, some LST and some micro dots purple micro dots and everybody took one and I was cutting ass and i was looking at the tile and i was thinking this stuff doesn't work you don't get high off <laughs> it. i i do not feel high <laughs> like <laughs> and then i was looking at that fake tile that had that kind of marble look to it and suddenly it was like i was watching a wrestling match between two like beasts in all the white stuff and i was yeah. watching it for a few minutes <laughs> my mom finally knocked on the door and right, she said right. Kyle is everything oh, all right shit. in there you've been in there for like an hour <laughs> I was like, oh. oh yeah so so then I was like I was realized I was high as shit and then I, I jumped out and got on my bike rode down to where you guys were at and here we are and everybody's hanging out at the beach basically and while we're yeah, down at the yeah, beach yeah. Rob Fischel's kind of pissed off because we're all doing his LSD and it's already all gone. And Rob uh, only wanted Nathan to take one. And then he was planning on taking it. And now it's, it's all used up. So he's mad because you're tripping. That's a I, well, I never, I, don't, I never knew why he wanted to fight me. I, he just all of a sudden, like he was, he was like agitated, but I couldn't tell. Cause we were all fucking stoned and everything he was saying, I was, I had something better to say back or something. I can't remember. It was just funny, you know, like we were all laughing. And then I he think he Rocky. thought we were going to back him up. You know what I mean? Like, because he just started throwing them rocks at you. Yeah, somehow it was my fault. I, You know, that everybody took the LSD and it was just peer pressure from your brother to me, honestly. I mean, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> done it, but I was like, oh, fuck it. It's probably not going to. And then I probably heard you say, this ain't doing shit or whatever you know and like it didn't kick in right away but and it wasn't like an intense uh lsd buzz like so thank god it was actually a nice mellow chill you weren't like wanting to kick it was more like a mushroom high than it was a uh than it was um like like i've had some paper acid after that later on in life that was a lot more intense but yeah and then all of a sudden somebody wants to he wants to pick a fight with me. Well, it's the last thing I want to fucking do is have a fight. I'm, I'm fucking laughing at you, buddy. I mean, like, what the fuck? And then he grabbed the rocks and sand. And all I remember is him hitting me with that rocks and sand. And then all of a sudden the switch in me just flipped. Well, you told him, was- you gave him some kind of warning. Yeah. And he like did. laughed it off. And then he yeah. threw another rock. And, yeah. and then we were all, we all just sat back and wanted to see what was going to happen. And, and that was until it looked like you were about to catch a charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you can't drown him, Brandon. 
I don't, I don't remember much. I just like, he, he, like when my psychosis went to fucking kill mode, bro, it was like, I went from being like totally happy to being like, I'm going to beat the living snot and shit out of this son of a bitch. And like, all of a sudden, you know, I had boxing background. All of a sudden, my punches and my, my freaking what I threw together was like, I, I swear to God, LSD is sport enhancing. Like, you yeah. can fight like the Matrix on that shit, dude. Yeah. And, and you can I, play hockey on it too, trust me. I, tr- I tried it. <laughs> I swear to gold on some mushroom once. I bet I bet the NBA I, I bet Rodman probably played on LSD before, huh? I don't know. I heard a I heard a baseball player once that was on it, supposedly on an LSD and he pitched no hitter or something. I have to look it up. I'm not hundred percent on that, but I think I've heard about that. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of what comes out of my mouth is complete utter bullshit, you know, and, and uh so take it for what it is. Well that's, that's why that's, that's why he thought that he could get away with it because we all thought especially not growing up you were always full of bullshit and oh, we yeah. all thought oh, yeah. that you and we you could you could always know that brandon was going to tell you some kind of form of a lie remember like your dad's truck had a 357 yeah, yeah, yeah. in it and we find out later it was like a straight six yeah super bad uh, i am so glad i grew up I, I somewhat grew out of that phase. I'm glad I have, but I still, I still can uh, tell some shit to you, but uh, you right. never know. So don't, don't just my opinion. We, we eventually my opinions, realized might that change, you, but. yeah, we thought that you just believed it. <laughs> you were like, I think Brandon is. Oh, no, I, I, please don't. Yeah. You know, maybe when I was younger, you know, at times, I mean, I would say that my darkest times, like when I was, uh, enjoying cocaine, I, I believe my own lies. I would have to say, uh, right. Know. Well, you got it, you got to in that case, I mean, or otherwise, yeah, you, yeah, you have to get <laughs> best friend. He's got to go if, well, if you don't thing, believe you know, the lie. You know, like, like you and I both, um, probably parted, partied with the harder stuff. You know, we were just talking to LSE, which is pretty bad. I haven't done it since fucking high school, but, uh, um, you know, on harder drugs like cocaine. We never, and we've been friends since little kids. We've never done cocaine together. That's whatever. We never partied with cocaine. Uh, yeah, we never have, have we? Like, no, no. I had my our, my, our addiction my has never uh, coincided like that. No, <laughs> no. And it's probably good because we probably wouldn't be friends. You know, who knows what would have happened? Right. You know, like, yeah. You know, you don't know what comes out of it. I we've mean, seen it destroy relationships we, several times over. Hey. I, I remember not so long ago that even blood and like, I'm so proud of your brother, like where he's come. I mean, it's, it's like awesome, dude. It's awesome. And yeah. uh, for, for some uh, history, I guess I, I don't, I don't ever try to keep it a secret, but certainly there's been a time in my life I was addicted to meth and, uh, and my brother as well. And uh, my brother now helps people get off of, well, not awesome. just meth, but all kinds of drugs. And so it's fun to see that bad full you, circle kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose it is. Happens. You know what they say? Uh, either you uh, kick it or you die or you end up in jail or all the above, whatever, you know. And it's true. Right. It's 100% true. You know, I used to be an alcoholic, yeah. but then I quit doing cocaine. <laughs> now you don't drink the same? <laughs> but you used no, to I get drunk. Because you're like, uh, you knew you yeah, could just, give in. 
to the cocaine no, I, when you're drunk. You got an excuse. Uh, I think I think it was more like I drank just to bring it bring it down or just like bring bring it bring it down the intensity of it. You know, because it wasn't like okay. It wasn't like I was like go home and drink every kind of day kind of guy. You know, I was a weekend party is how it started. But you know, like all the demons come out of me when it comes to cocaine, you know. So all the flaws in my character came out. And you know, I can't disrespect my wife that way. And then God bless her, she stuck around, but I put her through hell too, you know. But you know, I left I had to leave Flint, Michigan to get the hell away from all that stuff. You know, I worked for Center Motors and as I understand it, that is why it is, if you follow epidemiology, it follows the epidemiology of a disease. Because right. just like right. a disease, it is uh, it's seemingly uncontrollable. Um, it can't, uh, it, what is it? it? It hurts you and the people around you. It, oh, yeah. Uh, it shuts well, off the rest of the world from you. I don't know, whatever the, the study is of epidemiology, because I want to, oh, I never no, believed it. And this FBI guy, they made us take a course after I got in some trouble uh, getting in, getting tasered at the Renaissance Festival. And uh, they made me they made me go to some classes in this ex FBI <laughs> agent taught. And at first we kind of gotten a, a lot of arguments, me and him, because it was because I'm a dick really is what it, I didn't want to believe that he was trying to help, you know, yeah, and then, you were good with authoritarian people for a little time. Oh no. You, you yeah. were quite rebellious. You were rebellious. You were rebellious. You know, I was quite sure Always. that they were all, you know, full of shit and not of good intention. And honestly, I think this guy was of at least good intention. You know, I thought any policeman was a terrible human being. And I didn't, you know, like, and I would, I would, I was such a little bigot when I was young, actually, that's what it was. I just had such bigoted thinking where any one bad thing would make a whole bunch of something terrible. What I'm getting at really is just, you have to assume that you're, you can be wrong. And if you don't, you're going to be wrong. And as a child, as a young man, I seem to know everything. I think we're on the same topic, aren't we? I don't know. <laughs> Government contracts. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're saying, uh, you know, I don't know. Fuck. Maybe I, maybe <laughs> I, you, maybe you lost me, man. I, I have, uh, you know, ADHD. Well, I really don't know what I'm saying myself. That's what <laughs> I think I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, don't trust anything I ever say. One. Exactly. I'm, I may have made it up or at least embellished it because I'm I respect you too much to tell you a boring story. And I know a lot of people are probably if they are listening to this are thinking, wait a second, Kyle, you've told me many a boring story. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. You, you have Oops. <laughs> I didn't mean oh, to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I respect people too much to tell them a boring story. So sometimes they get embellished, you know. Uh, sometimes one story or two stories go together, you know, better oh, illustrate yeah. a point. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it isn't lying. It's more like Jesus telling parables, you know. He didn't really know no prodigal son. Come on. I don't know. I wasn't there. Just like, just like uh, you know, my, my, my cousin when we were kids, you know, wouldn't go swimming because he was 
he wouldn't wear swim trunks. You know, I never understood why. Why? And he he said, "Well, Jesus never wore swim trunks." And I said, "Well, he never wore blue jeans either." You know, so like, put some shorts on. Let's go swim. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know. I think I think that religion is uh, good for some, and I think it's like a bunch of rules made up for a bunch of it's a bunch of bullshit and bad for you, just like politics and all that other stuff. But I think that faith is in the in the spirit. I believe in that that kind of stuff, you know. So I was raised Christian, just like you, but I've had too many like things happen in my life that are like divine intervention to where like I know there's a higher power like I'm almost on to them sometimes but I don't know maybe I'm a little crazy I've heard it argue <laughs> that right. because some have that divine intervention feeling yeah. actually could be an argument to disprove the very thing that some people use the analogy of having these experiences that have occurred to them that have let them know that because at other times uh, there are people who suffer greatly and maybe don't know even or ever get to know the love dude, of Jesus dude, I got Christ a, and then they money. end up perishing before they get a chance to and those people are suffered or doomed to hell all I know is this is uh, I'm hoping God is love if, if anything is right about any of it and that right. uh that's it you know you you and then you love and you lose it because we all die and uh and yeah well and we're all energy right we're all energy so like when we die our energy goes somewhere our spirit goes somewhere whether we go on to heaven i think personally this is i, I think we might be already be in hell like you make your own hell like you you know my darkest days those were my my hell days those are the days that you know, I'll, I'll probably never forgive myself. And if there's a Jesus out there that forgives me because he died on a cross, I don't, you know, hope, you know, I, I got to believe that or, you know, you know, whatever, you know, the shit, the, the bones you carry, <laughs> carry your whole life, you know? So, uh, you sometimes, I don't know. I think Christians, uh, I don't know if it's a dangerous thing or not, but they certainly make up a lot of the Bible. <laughs> we do a lot of like, Hey, I, I, I will this. put it like this. I'll put it like this. There's some, there's, there's good. There's a lot of good in that, in that Bible there. There's a lot of good in that Bible. There is no way unto the father, but by me. I, that sounds like okay. some weird ass shit for Jesus to say. Maybe. Well, I don't know. All I know is, don't, don't you say in there somewhere like, uh, like God is love and God created everybody. God loves everybody. So that's why I think he <laughs> <laughs> says God is love, but he did kill everybody that he made because he made a mistake and he wouldn't admit it. And so he just wiped everybody yeah. out except for one family who incestuously had sex and, and, and reproduced and all the rest of you. God willing, we get hit by a comment and nobody, <laughs> I mean, nobody fucking knows who the fuck knows. You know what? But if, if you have faith and it helps you get through addiction, if it helps you get through yeah. life, you know, if it helps you get through loss, you know, uh, I mean, it goes back centuries. You know, I've been watching this um, 1883. I'm like into it. Even the, even the Native Americans like, fuck, man, the white man. I, I don't know. The, the older I get, the more I realize. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, you feel bad being a honky? <laughs> you know, you know, some honky remorse is that is that what yeah, that is? I'm having honky, yeah, I think that might be what it is. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, 
I listened to some music too, like Jason Isbell, man. He wrote a song called The White Man Living in a White Man's World. You should listen to that. And it's true to this day, even politically, all of it. But what we, what they don't realize in 2045, the white man's going to be the minority. And I really think that's the root of the problem of what, what we're having this standoff with, you know, politically. I think even I, I feel bad for the Republicans. I want there to be a Republican Party. I just want there to be integrity again. You know, people that have fucking integrity, period. Not some, you know. You think you, know, you think the white person is going to be a minority in the future then? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's coming. It's coming, yeah. For and sure. you think a lot of the turmoil that we see between groups like uh, All Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter is uh, because I, of the fear that I they think, have of that statistic change? Oh, yeah, there's a fear of it. I think there's a fear of it, but I, I also, and I think this is complete, utter bullshit because, like, politics is all bullshit bad for you, but um, I think that, that everything's run by lobbyists and, and the media can go, can go uh, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, here's, here's my question about that. I always, I like to ask because I've heard the statistic is changing and a lot of people are concerned. I've, I've heard concern about it and some people use concern about that to set up other political beliefs or anything. And I've heard it. And I'm curious what the problem with the change in the demographic is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it, but I mean, if you look at like. Well, usually it comes down to somebody who, who wants me to recognize how rude we've been to people. <laughs> well, it's like, wait a what? second. You have to understand all the mean shit that white people have done to people. Now, if they get in power, what if they did that to us? It's like, well, why don't we just why don't we just not worry about the statistical change because we'll only further the thought and that that brings us and pulls us apart if we do. All right, all right. Think about it like think about it like this. You know, 1776 or whatever, in our own independence. And now we're not that old of a country. We're only 200 years old. And people are, I mean, are just like smart people. I'm, I'm telling you, doctors, lawyers, whatever, smart people are all wound up and caught up in all this shit on both sides of, of both sides of it all. And, and they just, uh, I, I just don't, I don't understand why nobody can even fucking work together anymore now all of a sudden, you know, what the fuck? Well, I think I find a lot of people can work together. You work in a shop. You said that is mostly a Republicans uh, type mindset. And and you're generally voting Democrat have since you were a union guy, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm actually independent, man. Uh, If if someone with integrity, someone that that, uh, you know, I'm all about uh, everything that's you know, I don't just Democrat because uh, I'm only going to vote Democrat. I'm not that way, right? You know, but you they, you do work I, with I, a I bunch think, of guys that that you don't see politically, and you guys work fine together. Yeah, yeah, and we and and we even have political banter, but we found we find a way that like you really, if you sit down and you talk about things, we all want the same shit. We just want to go about it a different way, you know. And like, yeah. I think half the people. Are going to vote Republican no matter who the fuck it is, right? And then mm-hmm. half of you are going to, or actually, it's probably more than that, are going to vote for Democrat no matter who it is. You know, they actually aren't even looking. Mm-hmm. This this last election, I'll tell you, time I ever sat down with a computer, voted from home because of this whole Corona thing. Fuck you, Corona. Hey, and I got another hashtag for you. Uh, fuck you. Hashtag fuck you. I am Brandon. 
That's one. Okay, I want to buy that. <laughs> that fucking shirt. Fuck you. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah. So yeah dude, did you guys just alienate a lot of uh, a lot of right wing Brandons? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I know how you feel now, but listen, dude, I'm a Kyle, and you know what? A lot of times I act just like one, so I kind of have to get it. <laughs> I don't care, man. But I just want to. I'm a patent man. I got to figure out how to do it. Like, fuck you, I am Brandon, because all the Brandons out there will get it, and they'll buy that fucking shit. I'll just sell it to the Brandons. I'm going to get rich. <laughs> you want to tell me your wrestling story? I love to hear that one. How I got into wrestling? Here's no, how I, I got hear, into wrestling. I want to hear... I, I <laughs> Jason, you know Jason Manley got me into wrestling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah, the God way I got into wrestling God was I got, I got my ass beat by a wrestler that I picked yeah. a fight with uh, because actually he picked a fight with me. Who is it? Somebody was making fun of my combat boots. It was uh, Ryan Hadley was making fun of my combat boots. He was talking shit on my combat boots. <laughs> and he, deservedly so. But I couldn't afford like good shoes, so I had to get like used combat boots from the St. Vincent de Paul type stores. So yeah, you had to act like you liked them. You know, I so always thought they were fucking cool. They weren't those ones. These ones actually were. I I don't like them as much. I, I I like the jungle grip ones better now. If I ever have to wear them because they don't slip around as much. Those ones made me feel like uh like uh Eddie Munster or something in them. Is Eddie Munster I'm right? Saying, I'm just saying, like you were the only kid with those kind of boots when I I thought you were a cool motherfucker though, because I wanted them too, but <laughs> I couldn't find them anywhere. So like I I thought you were a cool motherfucker with those boots. That's all I'm saying. Well. What's his name made fun of him? It was uh, Ryan. I think it was Ryan Hadley. Yeah. Was, and then he was, then, uh, he was always hanging out with um, with Jason Manley. And so they were walking, and I just got him smoking a cigarette. And he was like, yeah, nice boots. Why don't you go smoke another cigarette? <laughs> I was like, fuck right, you, right. bitch, or something, you know, because <laughs> I'm a tough guy. And then uh, Jason Manley just jumped in the middle of nowhere. Like, he was, right, he was right. like, what? Fuck you, bitch. What are you talking about? Fuck you. And he doesn't look tough. <laughs> he does yeah, not right. look tough. He had that yeah, awkward right. build, you know, super skinny waist. And and he, he didn't have like big forearms. He didn't have big joints, you know. But then like he's the kind of guy when he takes off his shirt, he's just like ripped up and just all like rippling muscles that like oh, move yeah. in a wave or something. So we, we, we go to get in a fight because he's like, fuck you. I'll fight you right now. And so we go outside. Yeah. And I got him in a headlock. Right. And right, I thought right, that right. was the game over. You know, he's charged right. me or something. And I got him in a headlock. And I thought, man, I'm going to beat this kid's ass now. I got him in a headlock. And he's a wrestler. I was there. I, I remember it. <laughs> he, he got out of the headlock so quick and then just beat the fucking snot out of me. And, and uh, uh huh. Go on. And then, and then, and then you, he said, Do you give up? And, and you're like, Yeah, yeah, right. So then he'd let you up. And then he, and then you, and then like you never like gave up on a fight though. You could get your no, ass kicked. Uh, you could and get I will your lie ass to you kicked. about it. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, it's over. I'm done. No, I'm, I'm not uh, done. Who the hell are you yeah. kidding? I was so like, then he uh, went back and beat your ass twice, I think it was. Uh, and then he went dude, back over to his house after that, right? And got your no, ass kicked he, again. I wasn't I, there for that one. He beat my ass all the way back to his classroom because right. I followed him all the way to his classroom, a bloody trail 
of like my broken teeth. I still, that one tooth in my front is still broken from Jason uh, for all the way back to the class. And he's like, I can't go into my class. And I keep on trying to punch him in the back of the head. And at this point I'm so winded and I smoke cigarettes. So I'm not in any kind of shape. And Jason's always wrestling. He's wrestled since he was a kid. Yeah, and then two he weeks later, football too, man. We we I played. Yes. Fo- I I wrestled with him for years and played football. You were the only years. person that kind of knew better, like, and kind of tried to tell me who is it. Like Mark Price and Jeremy Phelps both talked me into going to beat his ass. The you you know what? There's another tough motherfucker, and God rest both their souls. Uh, Mark Price, Mark Price, yeah. and and uh, Jason Manley. God rest both their souls because they're right. either one yeah. of them are with us now. You know, but, yeah. Now we're old. I mean, unfortunately, they both died. I don't know what happened with Manly. He just died in the last couple of years. Um, I think last year. I don't know what it was. I just heard heard from Chris Solinsky or something. That is, it, is it too soon to say then it's the karma for beating my ass? What's okay, that? It's too, it's too soon to say that then. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Actually, I, I said, is it too soon to say it's just the karma from beating my ass so many years ago? It's no, why not here, no, you know? I don't. I don't think so because I think you. I think you got more out of that ass whooping than you. Than yeah. you know. I yeah, think. Yeah, because I think it, after I the you, second time he came back, and when he saw me in the hallway, yeah, I. I was. Re- I. I. I wouldn't turn around. You know, I'm still gonna walk down there. My face was huge and shit. You know, for a long time, right, it was like right, right. I. I looked like a monster because he beat my ass so bad. But um. And then a week later, I still wasn't even healed up and he felt bad for me. I, I, I chased him down to his house. Somebody knew where he lived and I showed up at his house and got beat down even worse. But then he, he told me, he's like, you should wrestle. You got a lot of heart, but you, you are an idiot. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You have no idea how to fight, but you got a lot of passion. You might be able to you direct did. You that did. somehow. Hey, hey, and I even knew that too, because you and I have never really fought, but though we had one and only little scuffle and I, I kind of let you win, you know, like, because uh, we were out playing ice, ice hockey. But well, they stopped we us playing. up on it. You you still be. I don't know how you could let me win when you beat my ex. Because I, I was the only one that had a black eye. I might have been tussling up well, with you. At the at the end, I let you in. You know, like like I'll I got to get a couple. You were a hell of, you were a hell of a dick that day. Do you remember what you were doing that pissed me off I don't so know. bad? I don't know. I was playing hockey. You were skating around with your with your skates, and you kept on trying to hook everybody's skates with really? your with your blade of your stick i wonder what what pro made me want to do that because i was like i was like <laughs> exactly that's exactly yeah. what it was because you would get so excited about things that you would see that that's all you wanted to try no Heck matter yeah. what we were playing in a game so even if you're on our team or on the opposite team we'd be like you're useless because all you're trying to do is get a, a fucking uh, blade in everybody's skate in that well, little hole you got to figure this. This so we're from Michigan. We're from Michigan, and this is like late eight eighties. So like right around eighty nine time frame. Pond hockey. Yeah, pond hockey. And, and my favorite hockey player of all time. And you tattooed him on my arm. It's like the best tattoo I have, I believe. Bob Probert. Yeah. So he must have been a whack, hacking a whacking somebody. I think he told <laughs> everybody about that move prior, and I think a couple of us tried to do it too, or it, it was. A thing, but you were sticking to it, man. You were sticking to it that day. You were on it, hey, and I, I had worked. enough. <laughs> it was working to piss me off for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, man. 
It was a good time. No, it's oh, all I know awesome. is it ended up. Remember, in, I didn't give you a black eye, did I? Really? Yeah, I had a black eye. Yeah, I got socked oh, in the shit. eye. Yeah, and then I we wrestled so around. Sorry, I did a, I flipped you or something like that, and that's yeah, when yeah, people yeah, started yeah. getting kind of scared. But you didn't get flipped yeah. in a painful way either. Like you landed nice and soft. It's just like you were on my back or like whatever. I, like I, I told, like I, told over. You, I, I knew this much. Like, like fighting you was like okay. You, you, you know when you're in a fight with somebody, like, <laughs> like okay, so you. Like you, you know, when you're in a fight with somebody, like it's never gonna stop. No matter <laughs> yeah. who's gonna win this fight, it's never gonna stop. I fought. Remember Jesse uh, Jackson? What his name was? Jesse yeah. Jackson, wasn't it? Yeah, his I brother was Jesse for... Jackson. His other brother yeah. was Jesse Jackson, and yeah. I believe a couple of his kids were named Jesse Jackson. Yeah, he's still around, Crazy. I think, of some sorts. I run, I run into him a couple of yeah. times here and there. Yeah. Yep. God bless him. Well, I tell him I say hello, and, and uh, he'll, he'll remember the tussle we had. We we fought for about an hour, and then his dad came out and started yeah. watching it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, but we, we you probably were there for that one too, weren't you? I mean, we were always fighting shit. Uh, I I remember hearing about it. I don't think I was there for it. Remember, I started. I I just loved TV. I hadn't had no TV. And so when I got TV, like you guys would be out doing shit and I would come out occasionally, but I'd be like, well, mama's yeah, yeah, family's yeah. on. There's a rerun of Bill Cosby tonight. I'm going to try and catch that. Uh, yeah. That little did so we know sick. about him, eh? Little, little did we know about Bill. Good old Uncle Bill. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's hard to, to well, think back on it because you're like, man, he, he made me laugh. You know, there was a lot of good fucking good Ted Elbert was humor. the best shit in the world, man. Well, you know what? Now yeah. everybody's yeah, everybody's like, hey, better, better be careful. You do that, and they're gonna be like, Oh, that's you know, you're saying that. you know, but back in the day, that's how they did it. They talked on the radio that way, you know. Like some people are saying you, you gotta separate the art from the artist sometimes or something. Oh, of course. I think, I, mean, uh, I think we just accept that, you know, everybody's pretty flawed. And sometimes you might love some shit that a flawed person does. Whatever. I mean, oh, well, I, my, my motto is everybody go be happy. Whatever <laughs> you want in life, be happy. Well, I'm certainly, you know, honestly, though, I am happy enough. I'll never probably watch a Cosby again. I don't know if that's why. But it certainly will help yeah. me if I'm ever yeah, if, yeah. It, if it like it made it on Nick I mean, or something, how, which I know. Well, how won't. can you how can you ever watch him again and not think? You know, it's like it's like I can't go to Catholic church with my with my family because it's just like I sit there and I'm looking I'm looking at this priest and I'm thinking, okay, he's foreign, he's talking, and the whole time I'm thinking, how many fucking kids did he touch? You know what I mean? He's like, oh, and then my right, my, right. my my mother in law's like, oh, you should go to confession, and I'm like, no, you don't want me to go to confession because <laughs> if I go if I go to fucking confession. That motherfucker's gonna want to take me out for ice cream, and I ain't going to confession. <laughs> Hell no, you know what I mean. So, I think he's gonna like the but, stories too much. Oh, I think I got some demons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm tell scary, us about you know? these demons, boy. No, what do these demons not, make you do? Uh, nothing anymore. Uh, no, I follow you. It, it well, changes I, you know, things. I, I used to I was say ex- I don't trust myself around cocaine. But now I, I think I do. I think I do because because really? they've got fentanyl in it now, you know. So like, I really oh, honestly yeah. say I, you know, like I can trust myself, you know. I, really I, d- I never got that because it seems like no matter uh, what level of drug you're you're selling, 
putting fentanyl in it and possibly killing your client base can't be good for business. They, they don't, they don't know, dude. They don't fucking know. Well, who is putting it in there? It's coming. It's coming in the, I don't know. I don't know if it's coming in with a cut. I don't know who, I don't know. Do not know. I heard people putting it in weed, smoking Are joints they? with it, killing people. No, no. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I also, when I was a kid, I heard people put razor blades in candy. That shit never happened. Who knows? I don't think so. But oh, I don't know that know. it didn't happen either. But they told me it never happened, so I don't know. Who knows? Same with uh, like the Tide Pods. Like I never that I, never really know, happened well, either. Like, I, like I say, we touched on that already. I had my my gas sniffing phase, and after that, it was like no glues, none of that stuff. You know, not even the rush. Remember when we were kids? They had the rush bottles. You could get those rush bottles. It's the, yeah. You ever try those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but same thing, man, because we huffed all that gas. I was like, I'm really not into huffing shit. Yeah, right, right. Maybe they should have kept that far. shit around. I don't I maybe mean, you, you know what happens. There's an argument like, for legal drugs of some sort, you know, that is like you almost build up a strong for everything that you make illegal, you almost make a resistance against that law, even if it wasn't there. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And, and then sometimes uh, you run the risk of making a black market crime or something like that more profitable. Like, say, prostitution. If you could control prostitution, you'd be a lot better. Like, you could control sexually transmitted diseases. Right. right. And also, what you you would take away the ability for some people to the, the worst of the of them are pimps that are rude to their sex workers right or, or terrible to their sex workers treat them like who knows? so so it seems like you actually enable them not, to make money you know not educated in this in this uh at all i do not know anything about pimps or hookers <laughs> 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 I got I got a little experience. How do you know? I was stabbed in the head by a pimp one time. Jesus oh. Christ! You know what? I I tell you, I do have a I do have a, a rock bottom. I I did end up with in a, in a hotel where I think I got roofied. Right? I had so much cocaine on me. How in the fuck am I going to fall asleep? But I got roofied, and I woke up. My money's gone. Everything. All right. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah yeah. That Which was hotel? Right there on Door Highway somewhere. Yeah, Red, Red Roof Inn. Yeah, yeah. Is that right by Cranks? Red Roof Inn. I can't fucking remember, man. All I know is I had to get up and go home, and you know, like I, I, I was such a shit back then. Oh my god, worst, the worst, <laughs> bro. Yeah, there's a whole industry uh, that was preying on the money that the people were making from the shop. You know, it was drugs uh, and hookers. The, the, for me, the, that for whole me, industry shop, was set up by it here. For me, the shop was the devil, man. It was like everything you ever wanted, every desire you ever, whatever. It was right there in the fucking shop. Okay? You paid good money, right? You were getting like 25, 30 bucks an hour or something, right? Back then. I, I was I was living high on the hog. I was young, dumb, and just believed my own fucking shit. That's the whole thing. And then, and then I, you know, I fell into every freaking trap you can think of you know and then and then you end up looking at yourself in the fucking mirror and that's the devil and you, and you gotta find a way out times first times that you really i mean what made it easier to get cocaine was working at the shop or not oh well for me yeah it, well, it was pretty easy to find in the shop yeah i'll just leave it at that 
Well, yeah. right. I figure it traveled <laughs> a certain way. Oh, oh, bro. It was, it was anything you wanted. I mean, like there was guys in there that God rest their soul. They're gone too. You know, like some of them are gone. Some of them are gone. What you want to know about divine intervention? Here's a, here's a funny story. Just last year. Okay. A friend of mine died. Uh, I worked in the shop with that I used to do, do cocaine with. The day he died, I find this, as I'm getting the call, I look down and I find this um, coin. That's a, you know, rehab coin. Or like, like, you know, it's got the, you know, serenity prayer on it. It's kind of weird. Right. Yep. I carry that, I carry that coin in memory of him to this day. I'll never touch that shit again. I, I haven't done cocaine in 16 years. You know, whether it's been offered to me because it has, you know, it's, I've been around right. it, you know. And I, and I have trusted myself around it for a long time because I realized like the hurt is bad. And I don't ever want to be that person again. You know, that person that made me in the beginning, it was fucking fun and great. But the next thing you know, I'm, you know, like alcohol too, you know, like it was never, all my bad policies came out, you know, and, and I had a wife and kids at home and I was just like, you know, forget about them and pleasing myself, you know, in those years. And, and, you know, I carry, I, I, to this day, I hear about it. You know, my wife will never let me. Like a Chris Stapleton song. God bless him. What, she she yeah. just reminds yeah. you about it a little bit here and there. Oh, piece of shit yeah. that you are. Oh yeah. God bless oh yeah. God bless her. It's all right. It's all right. It's, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, and I have a mother-in-law too. So like I have, I have you marry a Filipino, you marry the family. <laughs> The nice thing about saying no to cocaine is that you don't get asked twice. Not really, but if you if you offer me cocaine, you're going to get asked twice. <laughs> I never like to do it alone anyway. I was one of those guys that like always had it and gave it to everybody and like liked the party. Oh, really? Stupid. I don't get offered it very often, but when I do, I, my reflex is real quick to say no because I keep in mind. It's not that I don't like Coke. I fucking love Coke. I fucking, it's the most awesome drug in the goddamn world. I fucking love Coke so much. But I don't like all the stuff that comes tomorrow. And, and, and that stuff, all the stuff that's associated with Coke, besides doing it, is is enough to make me not want to do it. But when someone asks, I, I say no real quick reflex, but man, inside i'm like please ask twice ask twice yeah, right, are you sure reason. you don't give want it reason. no one ever yeah. does no one hey, does listen, though they're always listen, like oh more for me more for me i'll tell you there are certain times where there's a perfect amount of cocaine there there have been those times where <laughs> there no, have been, there's no huh? such thing yes, if there's yes, a perfect yes. amount of cocaine it's only for a drug bust or something like that you know for the no, no, no. dea no, agent they're like that's I, the perfect I, amount of cocaine it's not too much to lift, and it's going to put these guys away for several years. I've been stone cold drunk in a bar, like walking in the bathroom, and I hear some scuffling going on. I know exactly what the fuck's going on in that bathroom, and I'm like, wait for a second. And I know they're in there doing a bump, you know, like this guy comes out and gives me a key bump of this shit one time. Oh my God. And I went from being fucking stone cold drunk to being stone cold sober. Got, you know, walked out that fucking bar, got in my car, and drove, stone, you know, straight home. No, you know, sober is a fucking judge, you know. Now, is and this the story about divine intervention? Maybe. Start, maybe. Start to, maybe. Maybe I got you off the, off track. Okay, keep going. No, it's Sorry. all right. Hey, it, I think it's happened more than more than a couple of times, and I didn't realize it. Now I'm on to it a couple of times. You know, a couple of times I've been on to it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was the perfect amount of cocaine because I didn't have any more to do, right? I had that, just that little bit that would, like, bring me back around, right? And, and like... 
by the time I got home, you know, I was, I was eating the white castle that we had picked up on the way, <laughs> but you weren't missing it. Are you telling and, me you didn't and, miss it? And, and, and to top it off, no, and to top it off, like I didn't do so much that my dick didn't work. You know what I mean? Like you do, like <laughs> once you go past that limit of the amount of perfect cocaine, your dick right. doesn't work. Yeah, your dick Mate, is done. I've never noticed that with and coke. It, and Frank then, and then you're, one definitely and then you're destroy your dick. Paranoid and looking out the window. Yeah, no, cocaine ruined my dick. Always, always, yeah. Meth was worse for that for me. Like you would, you would be Turtle playing up, with it. Up. You're like, dude. You, we're going to do the thing you like the most. Like, come on, we're right. with me, bro. You've fuck. never yeah. done this to me before. <laughs> and he's just like, no, nah, man. Nope, not doing it, man. I'm just fucking laying here like a fucking piece of limp rope. It's like a limp rope. You can't push it, can't pull it. <laughs> you can only pull it. Can't push it. Or goes into hiding altogether. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I tell yeah. you about that time I walked in on my grandfather and my grandmother having sex. I'd love to hear about it, dude. It's horrific. I know, I know, was, I know so, your mother. Well, grandma's there, and she must. She's more nimble, I guess. And I would think she's like on. She's doing a handstand on the edge of the bed, kind of supporting her weight with the bed. Though grandpa's got, oh, so god, so goddamn sick. So grandpa's standing on the bed, naked as, as a jaybird. She's god naked. Uh-huh. I'm like, grandpa, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I didn't know they were fucking. Ah. They didn't look like they were fucking. Was, were they wrestling? No, nah, he said, I can't get it up, so I'm going to try and drop it in. You can do that mm-hmm. later on in life, huh? What's a drop yeah. in? Yeah, I don't think I, I set it up very well. Sorry. That, that, <laughs> that joke, that went pretty skew. Yeah, Grandpa's supposed to be holding Grandma up. She's doing a handstand. He's holding onto her legs. Handstand. And he can't okay, get it up it. anymore, so he's trying to drop it in. Okay, I got it now. That's why, uh, you know, he, he take a seat off. It's like limp ropes, like a like a like, <laughs> limp dicks, like a rope, you know, yeah, can't push yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, you don't know what? I don't. Can't I, fuck I, I hope I you know, outside of the cocaine use, I've never had that problem. You know, so that's a good reason to stop, too. So, like, if you're out there doing cocaine, your dick stops working. That's a good time to quit. You know, stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime your dick don't work, <laughs> fucking don't do it. Right. Anything that makes your dick don't work, probably don't do. Right. And now, <laughs> and now honestly, wife, I was wife. really scared about COVID because, uh, man, I heard that one of the side effects was your dick don't work. So I was scared. I, didn't, I, I, I had COVID and, and I don't I don't think you want to have sex when you have COVID. I don't know. Maybe we did. I think we might have. <laughs> I, might have found, I think so. Like, fuck it. We both have it. Might as well. And, and you gotta, you know, like for me, when I got it, I like immediately like wanted to start working out. Like I don't, I was like, made me want to work out. When you had COVID? Yeah. After I had it, I went and bought an exercise okay. bike. You know, I hang the clothes on it now, but I, nah. I, it was, it was good intention. It's a closet, huh? That's a, never, you I, have to make a law not to, that's, I mean, serious. If you get a piece of exercise equipment, you put it in the middle of your living room and you make a rule that you can never hang anything on it. Make right, sure it's right, always right. in the way, and make sure that yeah. you, the only time you can put it up maybe is after you use it. But I don't know; that only makes sense because then you'd have to pull it out the next day. Don't want to have to pull it out. So I used to have a squat rack back when I had big thighs. I had squat rack right in my living room back when I was a tough. Pull guy. up. 
I did two pull-ups today, man. I was like proud of myself. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> you, you get the Ronald Reagan uh, presidential health seal with that one. Arnold Schwarzenegger's gonna hand it to you himself. You put that on your little your little sash there for school or something. Fuck around, I could kick his ass. Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I think I'd take him now. He's old. He's old enough. He's, He's old. old enough now. I think I think I can get him. Well, who else Maybe do you him. think you can beat up that's old enough? <laughs> like at the right point in time in life, you could probably <laughs> kick anybody's ass. Hey, if, and Jake Paul, he could he could put me in one of those fights, right? You know, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't no, no. fight Tyson though. I still wouldn't be fighting Tyson. Dude, but I guess dude, Tyson ain't doing it me, again. You you hand me enough money, I'll let that fucker knock me the fuck out. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just for the it's right just money. Dude, enough. I mean, for me, I'm poor, so like, I would fight that guy. If you gave me a million dollars, I would step in the ring with him and try to kick his ass. Literally, I would go after him like like he was. Like, like he fucking called my sister something, you know, bad, you know? I would laugh so bad. <laughs> get your ass beat so quick. Bro, you know I would, but I'd probably have to try that LSD again. I'd I like to see, because remember, just like when you were in football, so you would, like, get that little dance step before you move. Bro, I see you go bro. there, and, you know, you're doing a little shadow boxing, you know, before you guys come into me, oh, yeah. and then he just oh, punches yeah. you. <laughs> All you'd have to do is give me a body shot right in my fucking fat fucking oh. gut, and I'd be like, oh, I want to shit my pants. I hate yeah, getting I hit in the gut. <laughs> I hate getting hit. You know, just getting hit sucks. I don't like getting hit. No, man. I, I've been kicked in the balls in the middle of the fight and didn't feel it until it was over with. I, I you, And you were that same way, too, dude. You are the same way too. When you're in a fight, you don't fucking feel it till it's over with because you you don't have a stop in you. That's why that's why I let you throw me in that snowbank because I knew that <laughs> it was never going to stop. Just like Jason Manley, when he whooped your ass, you had to go back for more. And I mean, it's just like just like when you were fighting Nathan in the middle of your living room. It's like you know, it was like you, God bless them all. You know, I, I I have to say, I think I did see you win one or two fights. I don't know. I can't I can't recall. I had I had a pretty good I, wrestling season. Well, <laughs> I want to hear the wrestling story about when you had the wrestle off with Jay Anderson. I never quite understood that one. How I, I learned about the the, 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 the starfish. The, yeah, the starfish. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the you know, it's a if you're gonna win, you're gonna lose. One or the other. You get yeah. listen, there's a lot of moves that you know, maybe questionable about doing, but the starfish isn't even a move. It is just a handle. You know, like sometimes say somebody's got a single leg, they're trying to pull it into, they got your single leg and they're trying to pull it into them and they get control of your hips. They want to then break your elbows down and then they want to pin you. And you're reaching over and you're trying to get that ankle. You're trying because their ankles right there, their, their knees bent, you know. And so as they're driving forward, if you can stretch out, you can grab that ankle. And if you get that ankle, you can pull their leg and they can't put they, it's a lot harder for them to get a, a single leg takedown. You know, they can't convert okay, yeah. it. But I, if I, that if that ankle isn't there because it's just an inch away too far as was the case when I was wrestling against Jay and I had a single leg and I think he was more toying with me, but I thought yeah. that I was about to take his ass down. And, and then he started going for my ankle and I saw him doing it and I knew he was trying to cherry pick the ankle. We call it. So I kind of like, I hit it, I moved it and he went ahead and he grabbed my starfish 
He put his finger in my butthole. And I, <laughs> I flipped over on my back, lickety split, and I was pinned. I was like, what the fuck was that? Felt violated and all that, man. And he, he said, that was, that, that, that's the starfish. If, if you can't get the ankle, you can always get the starfish. Let me, let me tell you something. I wrestled with Jay from, like, third grade on, right? So, like, since we were mm-hmm. kids. And he never tried the starfish on me. So, I think you were just special. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> right on. I'm just kidding with you, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I didn't hear the story until later on in life. And it's always been one of my favorites because well, I, we're still I mean, friends with Jake, Jake the Snake. I'll, I don't know it. if it would be a full story uh, if I didn't actually like. There's been times in wrestling did you matches. Did you did you quit? Wrestling I had that? no. What after getting the starfish? No, I, I yeah. stayed into. I, I I was in my senior year, I think. I think I wrestled my senior year. I quit wrestling yeah. after I I broke. I Troy, only Troy wrestled um, sophomore and senior year. No, I mean junior and senior year. They were the right. only two years I wrestled. I was already, I already quit by then because I, I wrestled one of your, your old Candy's cousin, uh, Troy, God rest his soul. Oh, he ain't alive no more? Before. Right on. No, he passed away too. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I broke he broke leg. your I, leg? I, I, or you broke his leg, yeah. I broke his leg, yeah. And then like, I always, I kind of, I have some guilt over that. I feel bad, man. I, I didn't need to wrestle him and do that move on him either. Whoops. Whoops. Was it a was it a legal move? Yeah, yeah, it was a bear hug and a leg trap. And I fucking drove my chin into his fucking right into his shoulder, and he's yelling and screaming. And I didn't realize what happened until I started feeling the fucking hotness of warm, <laughs> hot coolness yeah. of warm blood squirting on my leg. So yeah, you trying to pin him still? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then he's fucking his legs like going in two different directions, and oh, it was just right. horrific. It was horrific. It was like uh, it. It fucked me up. And then I went to like this because this is like eighth grade and we went to uh, wrestle with this, the high school wrestlers. And I, yeah. I ended up breaking the, I ended up breaking the arm of one of the high school wrestlers on the, like the wrestling team. So I was like, what? fuck. I was, yeah. Who's, Jimmy who, whose arm did you break? Jimmy. I think Jimmy Marku. Jimmy, Jimmy Marku, yeah. Yeah. I accidentally fucking broke his arm. <laughs> you remember? Was, uh... Hey, hey, in all fairness to Jimmy, I was held back. I was held back, so you know I should have been in the ninth grade at the time. You know, <laughs> back then your parents do they like, oh, this kid isn't coming along. It wasn't like they have ADHD or fucking dyslexia, which I have, you know. But you know, so I got ended up getting held up, held back, and I think that was the reasons. But well, whatever. You had dyslexia. Yeah, I have it. Like, yeah, yeah, still have it. Oh no, shit! Right, I, I had no idea. idea. Yeah, yeah. I read, I read shit backwards. Not not on purpose, but I mean, it just it happens. <laughs> right. Was well, yeah. I think uh, who is it? You you got something in common with Caitlyn Jenner, then, brother? Really? We both hit yeah. from the red tees. Both hit yeah. from the red yeah. tees. Yeah, because you both hit from the red tees. But he, right. he, he's actually supposed to be a pretty accomplished golfer, eh? You think That's he switched his his tees? That he hits from though when, when he's I, like, I, I, I'm going up there. Why not? Today. Why the fuck not? You fucking took everything else. Go and fucking hit from the red tees. You might as well. I think he's still got his penis, or she's got. She still has her. She's. She has a feminine penis. I heard yeah, she got. Bro. I heard she got rid of it. 
No, I, I think she's she has a feminine penis, bro. And what's a what's like a feminine if, penis? It's the kind that if you suck it, you're not gay. <laughs> I don't know. I almost need my son in here to make sure that I say everything appropriate. <laughs> he can tell me that's how wrong. Does, well, but well, I think I've he, I've referred all, he, all this properly. How well, does she she is a she. Because because he's in control of Twitter, I don't know. Hey, listen <laughs> to this bullshit. Like like that. Some, somewhere I, I, they I, give them all rules, and know. they say these are the new rules, guys. And if you catch the boomer crowd getting it wrong, but, and fucking but, but beat damn them it, up. but damn it, like 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 I what what that other guy here I hear on I think that was your podcast was you know you can't tell me water's not fucking wet, okay? <laughs> you know, really true. Well, fuck. Don't expect me to fucking try to figure out you, okay? Jay, Jay's a fun guest. You. Jay's a fun guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jay I mean, is wrong about probably everything he, he point that he says. <laughs> but he is, he is he's definite that he is right. They, they, Jay is one of those people that, in my opinion, are so right that you're like, well, you can't I, I met him too. right. I got <laughs> oh, to hang yeah. out with him, too. You know, like, like because because of uh, all, all your, your whole ride, I, I've yeah. been on the road with you a couple of oh, yeah. times you've met and james and drive, uh, drive motor. clint i mean shit i met all of them just about i think i mean i even met scott before he died god rest dr blasphemy people don't know so much carl, about dr blasphemy carl, but you carl, know, you carl, know carl carl carl's the best man i've met carl i think i think i mean several several times i mean i think he actually probably knows who i am by now whatever whatever god bless him i mean I, I, I feel bad for anybody that falls victim to their addiction, you know, and, 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 leave, and leaves this world from it, you know. It's just too bad. And what's sad is uh, it happens to the young kids, and they don't have – they never experienced life or even knowing who the fuck they are, so they don't even know who to, who to even get back to if, if they, you know, do fall, you know. Like for me, at least, I had some sort of idea of who I wanted to be, not – not who I become, you know. I don't know. They don't they have a bunch of Kardashians to to, to oh, desire to be. Either. I mean, I mean, I live in a dysfunctional family, but I'm gonna. Don't say they have Instagram models? A little bit more dysfunctional. I mean, Instagram models. I mean, they're all pretty women, but except for Bruce. I mean, or I mean, Caitlin. Sorry, he's not very pretty. <laughs> well, I, She's I not mean, uh, or how do you say? You it? Know. How do you say it? How do you say it? God damn it. She, she I guess she's not very pretty as a woman. Sorry about that. She can't throw a javelin either. So you know, it could be it in could high be heels. Like that. I look at her and I think that, that line on on, on on airplane. Remember the movie Airplane? Remember, remember Airplane yes. when, that, when, when oh, Timmy yes. walks up to the cockpit and, and he looks at and he looks at the, the guy flying, the guy flying turns to him and goes, Timmy, you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I wonder Not what funny. Bruce naked. Huh? <laughs> you Can't wonder what Bruce looks now. like naked? No, I don't wonder. I don't wonder. Sounds like you do. Are you sure? <laughs> well, you know, it's probably like in that the what's that one movie where the guy put the, put his dick between his legs? You know? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the Wild Horses song. Uh, Silence no. of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Gave yeah. the old mangina. That's one of those movies that scares the shit out of me to say I won't watch it again. Like Paul Poltergeist. Fuck me up, and that one fucked me up. I didn't. I didn't like either one of them. I like a movie if it's scary. If it's um, but it's still uh, 
surreal. I'm not not go. I'm not a gore fan. Realize now, I'm just catching up with my friend. <laughs> so I, I I think I'm gonna do the sign off. I might call you right back after this though, but uh, just to find out some more about Max. But I've stayed too long. I've said too much, and now I gotta go. I'll talk to you again soon, brother. Hey man, my my headphones are about to fucking die, so I I, I oh. we probably do have to sign off. Well, you 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 stayed too long and you said too much then. But I'll talk to you <laughs> later, brother. I'm sorry, man. You, man. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. I love your show, and I'm gonna keep listening. And if you're uh, other people out there listening, if they want to hear any more wild stories, uh, ask questions, and maybe Kyle have me back on, and uh, we can oh. answer them. I, as we were talking about stories, I did think of, I'm like, we actually got like a million from back in the day. We'll talk to you All soon, man. brother. All right. All right, man. Later. Yeah, bye.